welcome to Last Weekly, where we talk, laugh, and sometimes bitch about the highs and lows of the past week. Except this week, because we're giving you an all-new trailer talk. It is about to get real, y'all. We'll be reviewing five brand new trailers, including Robert Pattinson's action drama, The Batman. Can the former Twilight vampire transform himself into Gotham's favorite bat? Ridley Scott's science fiction drama, Raised by Wolves. Is winter already coming for HBO Max's newest sci-fi series? Millie Bobby Brown's crime drama, Enola Holmes. Can this movie about Sherlock's kid sister stay off our list of Stranger Things? Will Rashida Jones and Bill Murray's action dramedy on the rocks get lost in translation? And can Zack Snyder finally get justice for the Justice League? The coming attraction action starts now. I'm Kevin Williams and I'll be trailer talking with my two incredible co-hosts, Anthony Tone Show Nunez. It's still 2020 and we got trailers, y'all. <laughs> And special guest contributor, Chitachi Egwu. Hopefully we'll be all around when these movies come out. (laughs) Oh my god, one of them comes out like next week, so yeah, I hope so. (laughs) 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 All right, so let's get the party started. Okay, so The Batman is an upcoming DC superhero film based on the DC comic book characters of the same name. It's directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson as a title character of Bruce Wayne in Batman with an ensemble cast which includes Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farrell, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, Peter Sarsgaard, and more. The Batman has a release date, hopefully in theaters of October 2021. Kevin, what's the synopsis for The Batman? In his second year of fighting crime, Batman explores the corruption that plagues Gotham City and how it may tie to his own family, in addition to coming into conflict with a serial killer known as the Riddler. All right, Tachi, what did you think of the teaser trailer for The Batman? Oh, how I am prepared for this one. I I think you all know that I'm not a huge DC girl. I am more Marvel. However, sometimes the tables turn when it comes to the Batman. I don't know. I I enjoyed the trailer. I really did. There was a lot of action, as you expect with a uh, with Batman. But I don't know who's the actor that's playing the Batman this time. I'm trying to remember. Robert Pattinson. Thank Twilight. <laughs> Twilight. Exactly. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. I think that is throwing me off. However, again. Give it the ben- I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. From what I saw, I it did not, uh, you know, and I didn't know who was the Batman until after he took the mask off. So I was okay up until I saw that point. So I think it's going to take some time for me to adjust to who Batman is in this uh, iteration of Batman. But other than that, I am actually quite interested and quite excited to see what they're going to do. But I have to ask something. Is does Gotham City only have night? Is there does the sun <laughs> it's ever never, shine? It's, it's never daytime in Gotham City. Never. I have never seen anything where it is daytime in Gotham. Maybe except on the original 1960s uh Batman. So I, I'm excited. I'm 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 right there with Tachi. I'm like over the moon with this. Um 
Christmas came early. Let's put it like that. This 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 trailer had such a distinct look. But I was really scared because I saw the bits and pieces coming out of the costume and seeing the trailer. It, it was just it was just very fulfilling. I'm not totally on board with the steampunk look of Batman, but the costume looks much better than the bits and pieces we got. Um, director Matt Reeves said that this trailer was only 24, 25% of the movie that he, that he was able to cut to make this trailer because they have to shut down early because of COVID. So if they were able to put this trailer together, which I thought it was so cinematic and it really was based in reality, it, the, the trailer kind of reminded me of Christopher Nolan's movies, but like with a really different twist. Um, like, like Tachi, I don't, I, Robert Pattinson kind of threw me off when he took off the, the mask I, I, he just doesn't have the chin structure for a bruce wayne and the- thank you thank yes. you thank you his yes. jawline is not right and it just he looks weird in the as batman he has he, and he also looks weird when he takes the mask off and he has the little the, the black makeup under his eyes i don't know it, it was very hard to see him as batman for, from the trailer and something that really bothered me i don't know about you guys but didn't you think that his bruce wayne looks really scruffy and and like sloppy like he he didn't look very put together as bruce wayne either and he's supposed to be the mask no exactly i i i 100 agree i'm like what is this bootleg bruce wayne <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but this is okay. This is a more sulky Bruce Wayne. He's gone through a lot, and he's kind of you know he's a darker, grittier Bruce Wayne than the other Bruce Wayne's in the past that were super stylish. (laughs) No, he's been through some rough stuff, uh, so I think that's why he's a little bit scruffed out in uh, the glimpses we saw of him. But can I ask really quickly, Mm -hmm. time frame wise, because again, it's not making sense to me. He's really young, so time frame wise where is this he's a new batman he's only he's this is his second year of uh cape crusading that's what the synopsis says so it's pretty new and even one thing i will say is in the trailer we do get uh, uh there's a gang of thugs that have like white makeup on their face and yes. one of them says like what when he sees batman like what are you supposed to be so i'm like okay this has to be early in batman's career if there's still a crime in gotham criminals who don't know who batman is so this is like early the early goings of batman so that's okay. why he's so young plus the hope is i guess that they're gonna they, they can probably get like five or six movies out of robert pattinson before he ages out of the role <laughs> it's probably it's probably what they're thinking um but i one thing i wish that we we could do with all these movies is just i hate that we have to keep going backwards and be reintroduced to everybody over and over, over. again can't yeah. We just have, like you know what when they do James Bond when we get a new James Bond he's just James Bond we don't have to be like well he's going to spy school y'all he's at his locker and he's being bullied by the other mean spies <laughs> no <laughs> he's already a spy he's already slept with 800 million women he's had 80 STDs and he's still kicking ass that's what I need Batman to be already established Batman already established not a teen Alfred I want everybody already in their roles and ready to go because you know I can't stand teen angst even in this type of thing <laughs> so i i think that just takes away that's another thing i thought why the hell is he so young that's another thing that that threw me off in addition to you guys are right on the money with the chin structure you don't grow into a chin okay yeah. the structure is there from the time you're young so I, again maybe it's because uh, maybe i should be quiet because he could uh, end up being a phenomenal batman and simply because he doesn't have the chin structure that we're used to maybe we shouldn't cut because after all people always say you know this whole thing about possibly having a a, a woman james bond or a black james bond they're like, no, 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 that's not how so we can't argue 
the point about a fictional character and then still be on board with diversity in other ways. So I'll just, well, you know what? I, I admire that response and I still disagree because (laughs) I need, I need my Batman to have a square jawline. I'm sorry. (laughs) He can be black or white or whatever, but he has to have a square jawline. And one thing that you were saying, Tanchi, that let's talk about color, um, uh, basically diversity in this film. Zoe Kravitz is playing, uh, Selena Kyle, AK, a Catwoman, so yes. we got color there. But even bigger, I think, for future movies is uh, Jeffrey Wright from uh, Westworld is actually playing James Gordon. And you know what that means yes. for um, part two or part three? That means possibly a black bad girl, which would be everything. Well, I already hear the complaints. So, but can we say that Jeffrey Wright just like he's so perfect for Commissioner Gordon? I no, I didn't even blink at that. He really oh, is, I, and I thought I'm so sorry, Kevin, but I just go, go ahead, go get ahead. this out. I thought has he not been Commissioner Gordon before? Or am I imagining this because he was so perfect in the role? I'm like, has he played Commissioner Gordon before? Only in our dreams, Tachi. Only wow, in our dreams. I swore he had played him before, but you are right. He is so perfect for this. What do you guys think about the music? It was really different music than what I expected. No Hans Zimmer here. Okay, yeah, I, I'll be I'll be honest. Uh, hashtag not impressed. I was not feeling uh, the music at the beginning. Honestly, I wasn't getting into it. But I will say what I what I wanted to say about the trailer first off that really impressed me or kind of got me in how quickly we were moved in was the we hear the sound of duct tape as we see the DC uh, logo on the screen. The first thing we see, I mean, the first thing we hear is this sound of duct tape being taken off of a roll. Mm -hmm. Then we cut to somebody duct taping somebody's, encasing someone's head in duct tape, killing them through suffocation with duct tape, and then writing uh, uh, on the duct duct tape in red, no more lies. And the moment we saw that, I thought like, okay, they're going to out Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan. This is going to be the darkest dark night ever and the fact that there's a serial killer so this time riddler is just on making making jokes and and all winky he's if this isn't um i was gonna say this is your grandfather's or your father's uh riddler or even what's his name jim carrey's riddler this is a serious riddler who's come to basically kill he's a serial killer this is a very dark they've taken notes clearly from joker and its success so it's going to be even darker even more moody then it, that's why Bruce Wayne is scruffy, you guys. It's even moodier and darker. That is why. Because these damn villains have worn him the hell out. They've that's worn him, and, and it's only his second year of fighting okay crusading. That just shows how rough Gotham is this go round. I guess like Alfred's on vacation or something because he would look better. If <laughs> he Alfred can't, was in he the can't iron and stuff for him or take stuff to the dry cleaner. <laughs> He's on sabbatical. I, you know, my, I, I'm very interested in this whole dark take on these villains. While I think it is refreshing, it, in a way, it's like, okay, now, so is every Batman villain, every bad villain now going to be some dark, diabolical serial killer? Can somebody still have the insanity laugh where you could tell that, okay, they, they're a little off? insane and they do i i i just don't want this to become a a legacy of turning all of these villains into something extraordinarily dark 
well, you know what's going to happen is it's going to it's going to take one of these movies not to do well for someone to c- completely reimagine it again and give it a lighter, more comic book kind of a lighter old school comic book feel where there's a wink and a nod to the violence and the villainy of Gotham's villains. So, but what for about now, Pennywise? If, this, if this stuff keeps getting Oscar nominations, Tachi, it's not going away anytime soon. That's You're the right. Question. But what about Pennywise? Can't he be in the... Okay, <laughs> <laughs> different franchise. Okay. So, Kevin, being that we have COVID now and going to a theater is definitely not, not something I would advise. What's our rating system now for these? Our, our rating system is just we're, we're, we're being very loose and easy. We're, we're as scruffy as Bruce Wayne. We're just basically like, see it? not see it that's where, that's how we're going with it like yes or no okay so how do you guys feel after seeing the trailer are you on board are you going to see this wherever you can see it either on a streaming service or actually in a theater uh risking your life what it, whichever way what how are you guys feeling like you gave two two good choices there's only one choice <laughs> i i am i am down for seeing that if that means that it's going to debut in a theater that just means i'm going to keep my behind at home until i could get it streaming but i i really do want to see it lack of square jaw and all i'm I'm definitely with you chachi um i'm hoping that by october 2021 things are in a much better place and i can i'm definitely seeing this or be it on um on demand be it in person and theater but i'm hoping i can see this in the theater so i'm definitely going to see this is this is a must see from me. Yeah, it ha- that has a lot to do with what happens in November. So, yeah. yeah. What about we'll you, see. Kev? We'll see. Um, <laughs> well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's scheduled for October 1st, 2021. So, definitely if, if it if it ends up on uh, on uh, Disney Plus or uh, HBO Max or something like that, which is the home of DC, I should say, then absolutely, positively, I need, I need to see Zoe Kravitz. I love Zoe Kravitz so much yes. jeffrey wright i don't know if either of you are fans of westworld but this man is so phenomenal in that show there is no they have given him such mountains to climb as an actor and he has skipped up them with such ease and grace i can't wait to see him as commissioner gordon i can't wait for the next movie if robert pattinson's jaw doesn't mess this one up i can't wait to see who is going to be uh uh, who's going to be barbara gordon and who's going to be the next bad girl uh i can't wait to have me a melanin rich bad girl i am all about it i am all for it so yes hbo max i'm already subscribing so hook me up <laughs> Ooh, and, and may i ask really quickly does anybody have any predictions for back oh who might play back well you know yeah. what's funny and until zoe kravitz was cast as catwoman she was my bet for bad girl right. she, she would have been are... perfect right yeah i know I'm, absolutely i'm drawing a blank on that one i didn't even think you guys thought so far that i didn't even think about bending back girl so that's up there in a the question mark now i i have a i have a suggestion who i don't who? i don't i don't know that she's necessarily right off hand but i think she could grow into the part kush jumbo Kush wait jumbo? is that is that is that the, that oh, I, oh okay no you know what i'm sorry i like her but she's too old i'm sorry she's too old i love she's her not too old she's kush too jumbo. old to play bad girl kush, kush jumbo is uh from the good fight she plays yes she's amazing actress fight. but no a bad girl needs it needs to be like in her early 20s she, that's the, the emphasis on the term girl Kush Gumbo is like, she's about 30, so she's too old. I'm sorry. No, but who I think, you know who I think it could do it is the same actress who's going to be playing uh, Ariel in The Little Mermaid, the live action version, uh, whatever her name is. 
Um, you're she talking w- about um, Chloe and Hallie. I think it's Chloe that's playing it. Yeah, whichever whichever one is playing the Little Mermaid that's already pissing people off that are you know super racist. Let them be pissed off about her playing Batgirl as well. They're already mad at her. They already have signs with her with a with a circle and a cross on her face. They can just use that also the same signs for Batgirl. So we're actually saving trees. It's a win-win. Gasoline All right, so let's move on to our next trailer, Tone. Tell everybody about who is in Raised by Wolves. All righty, so Raised by Wolves is an upcoming HBO Max original science fiction drama series created by Aaron Guzikowski, who along with director Ridley Scott will be executive producing with Aaron Guzikowski writing. And the first couple of episodes, what I understand, Ridley Scott will actually be directing. The cast includes Travis Fimmel as Marcus, who everybody at home probably knows as Ragnar Lothbrok from the History of Vikings, as well as Amanda Collin as mother and Abubakar Salim as father. Raised by Wolves is set to premiere on September 3rd, 2020 on the HBO Max streaming service. And I could not find out what the strategy is for this. So it's either going to be binging format, so you guys get all the episodes right away, or HBO might go their Game of Thrones route, which is very successful for them, releasing one episode a week. Uh, Kevin, what's the synopsis for Raised by Wolves? Raised by Wolves centers around two androids, father and mother, tasked with raising human children on a mysterious new planet after Earth was destroyed by a great war. As the burgeoning colony of humans threatens to be torn apart by religious differences, the androids learn that controlling the beliefs of humans is a treacherous and difficult task. All right, Tachi, what did you think of the trailer for Raised by Wolves? Intriguing. Absolutely intriguing. There are all sorts of themes here that I was picking up. I I distinctly remember them talking about, okay, all the children are going to be raised atheist. And I found that really interesting because when you think about it, the goal of religion is to spread peace, right? And and for the good of the people and to uplift. But when you look at everything that is happening now, you know, that's an allegory this is an allegory for what's happening now. And and what has happened in the past in the name of religion or using religion as a crutch to hold things up, it really hasn't been that force that pacifying force that everybody thinks it can be not you know on the whole anyway for individual groups yes so the fact that they said well you know what damn it this hasn't worked so far so everybody's just going to be atheists (laughs) you can't get any worse right so i thought it was uh, very that part was very intriguing also when you look at it we're looking at a, a a clash of races, right? The androids versus the the humanoids, or whatever the hell they are. They're humans, but let's call them humanoids. So the uh, <laughs> this 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 clash of um, them not, you know, mother not supposed she she told you know one of her children don't tell them what I am. So this whole thing of not wanting human children to be raised by them but this is not the first time we've seen this type of quote racism when it comes to androids if you point to any uh, any type of show any type of movie where androids are there there's always uh, some type of race humans was an example of that type of of thing and you can point to it in Westworld you can point to it in a number of different things so it's interesting that we keep making these products about the fate of the world <laughs> and what could happen if we're not careful but sadly nobody listens because history keeps repeating itself i 
You ha- you can't be subtle with these with these Earth people because it's not working apparently. But I I'm intrigued by this. Uh, the one issue is that it's on HBO Max, therefore I will not be watching it. <laughs> to- tone, <laughs> tone. No, I'm gonna throw it to Kevin. Like, Kevin, go ahead. Okay. Uh, wow. I just love it. After that deep discussion, like, oh, I'm not watching it because it's not on the streaming service I have. But uh, all right. Well, we already we already got Tachi's verdict. Um, for me, okay, this trailer was absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I got sucked in quick and in a hurry when we see father uh the father android say initiating trimester one on the mother android and then we see the first human being i guess born in a way or you know you know you know basically uh breathing its first breath uh out of its whatever they had it in the mother android sheds a tear yeah she looks at it with so much love shocking the father android's reaction to her shedding a tear it freaks him out and even she seems surprised by how moved she is at their first child and so i thought that was really interesting and already got me sucked in also the idea is that the humans that were from earth believed that it was a sin for androids to raise children and so like tachi was saying this whole idea of uh androids being less than or not right and then there's a question about exactly what happened on earth because at one point the one of the children uh asked asked uh mother you know how many humans did you kill on earth after she's actually had an encounter with humans from earth and uh the uh, the mother character the android says coolly she answers the girl you're all my children i'm only here to protect you you know we know there's way more backstory to that because after she says that we cut to uh mother going from sweet jean gray to straight up dark phoenix and she starts levitating and flying around and turning all silver and she she is she's gonna kick ass and uh take names it is about to get real y'all and so it looked absolutely amazing. <laughs> Unlike Tachi, I have HBO Max, and I tell you right now, from my cold, dead hands, will you take my HBO Max? Uh, I'm not Enjoy. even thinking about saying goodbye to it. I love it so much. First of all, it's what's really cool is I don't have my, the package I have for my I have Dish Network. And I lowered my packages to save money uh, to a number where I no longer have one of my perennial favorites, which is Turner Classics. So I lost Turner Classics. But guess what? They divide they divide um, HBO Max into different like sections. And one of the sections is, of all things, Turner Classics. So you have access to all these classic movies at your fingertips available to stream, as well as all of the DC Universe, even animated DC films. So I was shocked at how much they're giving you under the umbrella of HBO Max. So again, from my cold, dead hands. Well, all right, Tom. <laughs> What did you think? <laughs> what did you think of Raised by Wolves? 
So I'm with Tachi and you like this is very intriguing the, the look of this I would say this is probably one of the strongest visuals that I've seen for a TV show No, no, no scratch that this is the first trailer that I've seen for a TV show that actually looked like a film Like I know I've said before hey this actually looks like a film this TV show No, they actually spent the TV the, the film budget like really Scott brought all his experience all his toys And this looks like an aliens movie. This looks like Prometheus this this actually looks like something you would see in the box office. So I'm, I'm so intrigued to see a long format like a series uh, because this trailer gave you the, some really strong visuals. I'm really amazed. Like the androids or the robots, whatever you want to call them, like they look so, so sophisticated. Like it looks like no expense. It was Every expense was, was spent on this. And this is the and, and HBO has Westworld already. And I've seen Westworld. And you know what? Looking at this, this looks more expensive and more visually intriguing than, than the the androids or the robots in West Westworld. So this this was amazing. I, I it just looks so like rich. I I could not. I watched the trailer multiple times. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. There were scenes where they shoot they showed Earth exploding. Like no expense. Every expense was spent on this. It was, it's just amazing, amazing. And the actors from from the small from the little bits of the performance that you saw in the trailer, you know this is going to be dramatic. There's so like Tachi said, there's so many themes that are in play here. We're talking about the whole what makes up what makes a conscious mind human you can see that that's going to be explored here also the whole atheist versus religion and how the androids are trying to raise these children uh atheists it's such an interesting idea because i've never seen well obviously we see people fighting here all the time on twitter between but the fact that this went global and then they had to they had to leave earth for this it's so it's, it's so intriguing and i i just gotta watch this i gotta watch this like i just i just couldn't I could not tell you how excited I was. And Kevin, I, I've never, I, when you said, hey, we're going to review this, I never heard of this before. I'm so shocked that this was such under the radar. And that kind of scares me because anyone who watches this trailer would be so hyped for this. And I don't know how they managed to keep this trailer away from me so long. So I'm definitely going to watch this. Okay, one thing I do want to say about the whole allegory thing that Tachi was talking about earlier about the religion thing, I absolutely think that's going to be such an interesting play to see about what religion is, because one of the things that I that was in the description about controlling humans as what they think, I believe that at one point the androids are going to be pretending to be some kind of deity. I believe when we see in the in the trailer where she's like levitating or whatever, I believe she transforms herself into what they worship because she almost looks like a Christ like figure the way she has her arms out. And I'm wondering if that's what she's doing to try and basically protect her children from the people that are still religious. And the, one of the things she says to the children is she tells them that uh, the unreal is what destroyed earth belief in the unreal is what destroyed earth and when she said that i thought like oh my god is she talking about fox news <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh my god that's what took us down y'all <laughs> All right, Tone. So let's move on. So, oh, wait. Okay. Did we already ask? Okay. So you Tone's definitely on board. I'm definitely on board. Tachi, if you had HBO, HBO Max. Max, would you deign to watch? If you had a free preview of HBO Max, would you watch this? Oh, you said free. Of course. <laughs> 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 the, the operative word here is not paying so absolutely i think this is this is amazing i already know it's going to be an amazing series will i be paying for this amazing series no but yes if i had hbo max i would definitely watch okay definitely not a sponsor okay all right 
<laughs> okay, okay it can be, and they can gift us all some HBO Max subscriptions. <laughs> you definitely can be HBO. All right, so tell them, what's ne- what's up next? Okay, Kevin, so the next film is Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes is an upcoming Netflix original mystery film directed by Harry Bradbeer and written by Jack Dorn. It is based on the book series of the same name, which is written by Nancy Springer. It's starring Millie Bobby Brown as the title character Enola Holmes. We have the cast, which includes Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes, as well as Sam Caflin, Adele Akhtar, Fiona Shaw. We have Louis Patridge, Susan Wakoma. It's it's a big cast, a lot of supporting roles in there. And Enola Holmes is scheduled to be released on Netflix on September 23rd, 2020. Kevin, can you please share the synopsis for Enola Holmes? All right. When Enola Holmes, Sherlock's teen sister, discovers her mother missing, she sets off to find her, becoming a super sleuth in her own right, as she outwits her famous brother and unravels a dangerous conspiracy around a mysterious young lord. All right, Tachi, what did you think of the trailer for Enola Holmes? Three big things. I'm really interested to see how Millie Bobby Brown that sounds like a dessert would you like (laughs) I'll have Millie Bobby Brown a la mode so (laughs) Millie Bobby I'm interested to see Millie Bobby Brown outside of a Stranger Things role this makes her more grown up even though she's playing the younger sister this is a different well you know what in a sense it's not so different in a way from Stranger Things but it's a little bit different it is a period piece so I like that so that's actually two things Millie Bobby Brown the period piece three Helena Bonham Carter what she does not age so I am interested to see how this vampire (laughs) that uh, does not age I'm just interested in that but I also thinking of not aging her her evil twin sister must be um Bernadette Peters because both of them spookily they have spookily stayed 30 for the last 40 years thank you I exactly but I absolutely adore Helena Bonham Carter so I'm interested to see although I'm from the trailer she's not and she doesn't seem to be a very main character they probably will do some flashbacks maybe some flash forwards I don't know but she's missing right so the the central characters are Enola and then her two brothers obviously uh one of whom is Sherlock and then I'm I love not only period pieces but I love detective series I love detective films so you already know that what's my nightly ritual I watch Perry Mason. Mason, right? Then I watch um I watch all the like the Twilight Zone stuff or whatever and Alfred Hitchcock presents, but after that what comes on? Canon. No, sorry, Mannix comes on, so I watch Mannix and then Canon and then Barnaby Jones. So I have this thing for older detective films. So that this works for me. I'm I actually have Netflix, so I'm excited to to, to see <laughs> I actually have a streaming service. Yay! Yeah, no, that look, me me getting into something is completely contingent upon whether or not I have that service. So I am I'm looking forward to it because I think again, the thing with a period piece for me is that I get lost in the story as opposed to, okay, that's really not from 1867. You know, those types of things. And it from the trailer, it looks like they've done a really good job of keeping it simple so that it stays true to 
the time period. So I, I'm excited to see what it's all about. Tone? Wow. So I'm also excited to see this, which is really shocking. Um, I, there's a lot of different themes that are actually taking play in this in, in this trailer and definitely probably the movie. Um, there's definitely a theme of girl power. Um, and it, it comes across like a, like a young, um, like a young adventure woman, um, adventure woman, like a young adventure film that's probably aimed at like a younger audience. But I find it's interesting that they casted, um, Sam Kaplan and, um, and what's her, what's Superman's name? I forget his name. All Henry, time. Co- Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. I thought that was such a weird casting because they never yeah, said Sherlock Holmes has never spent so much time at the gym. Yeah, like they just sort of like this, <laughs> and he has a shirt on the whole time. So they're not even utilizing him correctly. <laughs> but I think I think that's the point. I think he's trying to, you know, in order to stretch your wings as an actor. I think that's the point where you don't, you're not typecast as oh the superhero ty- type of character. This is a different type of superhero, but he's not the main main person. It's about Anola, which by the main way is backwards for alone, which is interesting. So yeah, I, I I agree with Tone. They're not using him in full effect, so there better be a scene where he has to go undercover in a sauna or something. Oh you. So visually he's completely right. Like I just didn't see why they casted Henry Cavill and then I'm like, "Well, I get it. One he doesn't have the Sherlock Holmes hat in the trailer, so they need someone who who's maybe more of a brute Sherlock Holmes to make Enola seem even better. But I don't really don't think that Millie Bobby Brown's going to have a problem. Now I think she's a dessert. Hachi. Why you did that to me? Because um, <laughs> <laughs> la mode. La mode. La mode. <laughs> uh, Millie Bobby Brown, she definitely has a persona. Like I think there's two things that actors can do. Uh, there's actually the, the actors who are personalities like the rocks of the world, the Dwayne Johnsons. And then there's actors who are just like really good at their craft. And I feel like Millie Bobby Brown can do both. Like she definitely has, has uh, something that separates her from the other actors, and I and I feel like she can definitely hold her own, and, and I can see it in the trailer. Like she definitely held my attention. I love the fourth wall breaking that was occurring throughout the trailer. Millie Bobby Brown's explained to you what's happening and what's her course of action that she's going to take. I thought that was really interesting, and I'm not really a fan of period pieces. I'm not really a fan of detective movies. I'm sorry, guys, but I definitely enjoyed the rock and roll element at the end. It kind of, I kind of spruced it up for me. I was like, okay, I can get down with some girl power. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I, at the end, I think I'm going to actually watch this. I, I'm kind of shocked. I don't think I'm the target audience, but it just looks like a fun adventure movie. The trailer was cut in a way that I, it seemed pretty fun and intriguing. And I, and I think Millie Bobby Brown will actually carry this and give Harry Cavill a run for his money. For, for the being the star of the of the of the of the movie. So I'm gonna definitely watch this. What about you, Kevin? Okay, when you mentioned the fourth wall breaking where she like looks at us, the audience, and starts talking directly to us, I started wondering, wait, is she Sherlock Holmes' sister or Ferris Bueller's sister? Because <laughs> like don't be talking to us breaking the fourth wall. And she doesn't just break it once. She just keeps consulting us throughout the whole trailer. So that can be really dicey to me. It's very hard to do the fourth wall breaking right and have it feel right and not seem stupid and too winky. So that that's the only thing that's giving me pause is that. Also, I don't know about you guys because I never read the Sherlock Holmes books, but I didn't know that he had a sister or a brother. I just assumed that he was an only child. So, um... So there we so we meet 
Sherlock Holmes, uh, as well as uh, his brother Niles. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> not, he seemed like Niles because he seemed super, seem super stuffy and stuff. Sorry, Frazier. Um, he seemed super stuffy. But um, uh, what's his name? Mancroft or something like that? Sam anyway. Clapton. Uh, but no, the the character, whatever the name character's name is, he seems super stuffy Mycroft. because when, yeah, Mycroft when he when the first time he sees uh Millie Bobby Brown, uh now available and sugar free, um when he sees <laughs> <laughs> little Millie Bobby Brown for the first time in like, apparently like in years since they've seen her, and he's like, where's your hat and coat? I mean, where's your hat and gloves? And so uh he's like he's very very you know stuffy and all about propriety, uh propriety. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that word correctly, but anyway, the point is they end up sending, they're going to send her off to like a girl's school since their mother is missing and to make a lady out of her and the adventure begins. It does look like a roller coaster ride of fun. Um, I, I totally got the girl power vibes at one point. Millie's telling us, as well as this boy she's talking to, that she wasn't raised to embroider. She was raised to listen, to watch, and to fight. And so the boy just looks at her with his mouth open and goes, you don't know how to embroider? And so (laughs) and she she turns and looks at us like, what? You know, just like, oh, damn you, Millie Bobby Brown. So (laughs) she she made me forget about Eleven. She made me forget. I kept because at first I was looking like, is her nose going to start bleeding? It didn't. And so I'm I'm actually unlike Tone, who's a lunatic. I am always down for a period piece. Don't don't put a don't put a girl in a corset because I am there. I oh. am there. So they <laughs> she's got corsets. She's got hats at one point that she doesn't like to wear. The whole thing, the the look of the world, the world building is spectacular looking. Like I said, like I said before, the only issue needs to be: Will Henry Cavill have to go undercover into some kind of sauna or bathhouse or someplace like that? If they throw that in there, sign me up. I'm all aboard. I like the idea of the family dynamic. I like the idea of her being in charge and leading the charge to find her mother. Halima Bottom Carter playing her mother, and we see flashbacks of her mother training her. The the reason why she's the, the a the the idea that who Sherlock Holmes is isn't an accident. It took an incredible woman to raise someone like him. So that incredible mother, all the genius she poured into him, she also poured into uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Um, now microwavable. Anyway, so, Kevin, so- <laughs> do you, th- did you find that a little bit odd that the age difference there? Like, I thought maybe they had different fathers. I mean, same father, different mothers. You thought it was the same mother? The, you know, oh, definitely the same mother. Helena uh, Bottom Carter is supposed to be all of their mothers. They, they even somebody even says like, you know, mother is missing. They don't say your mother is missing. They say mother is missing, as in she is all our mothers. Wow, they're making you, her seem she could be Henry Cavill's sister, y'all. No, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That, that, that's, that's what we're talking about. No, Helen Bottom Carter is looking damn good. So, oh, uh, you know what? Uh, Tim, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tim Burton. Yeah, you let her. You let her get away. Mm-hmm. You screwed up, Tim Burton. You yes. dropped the ball. You did. Yeah, you need to slide back into those DMs and get her back. You better, better Edward Scissorhand your way into (laughs) You better cut the competition up. (laughs) You better give her some Willy Willy Wonka chocolates and win that woman back. Right? Okay. All right. So so we're all on board. (laughs) We're all watching this all when it hits Netflix in September. All right. We're on board. All right, Tone. So what's next? 
Okay, so jumping to another streaming service film, we have On the Rocks. On the Rocks is an upcoming comedy drama film written and directed by Sofia Coppola. It stars Bill Murray, Rashida Jones, and Marlon Wayans. It's actually scheduled to be released in October 2020. Can you believe that? And it's by A24 and Apple TV+. And what I thought was really interesting about this is that this has a dual release strategy. So this is actually going to be in theaters in, in October, and it's also going to be available to Apple TV Plus subscribers also in October. So whatever you want to do, you want to watch it at home, watch it at home. You want to watch it in theaters and brave COVID, brave COVID then. Uh, so Kevin, what's the synopsis for this one? Laura Rashida Jones thinks she's happily hitched, but when her husband, Dean Marlon Wayne, starts logging late hours at the office with a new co-worker, Laura begins to fear the worst. She turns to the one man she suspects may have insight. Her charming, impulsive father, Felix Bill Murray, who insists they investigate the situation. As the two begin prowling New York at night, careening from uptown parties to downtown hotspots, they discover at the heart of their journey lies their own relationship. All right, Tachi, what did you think of On the Rocks? So it has this, it's very different from the other trailers that we watched. It has this almost, I don't know if you you guys agree, but has this almost Neil Simon-ish feel to it. Do you all feel that? Oh, it definitely has that thing where, where Manhattan is another character mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of feeling like Woody Allen used to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I, and I guess it's because I, I love New York so much that uh, you know there's this thing about me i love new york in the summer that that is like my place to be obviously not this year but it is but uh, <laughs> uh there's there's something magical about uh new york in films and new york as a character and i think that comes through definitely in the trailer i think this is a it's an interesting story i'm glad to see bill murray again and he has that same kind of Bill Murray is has always been this kind of deadpan. Mm-hmm. His comedy has always been very deadpan. His acting has been like, but it hits the spot. It's right on the money, and he, he delivers the defini- with that. It's the definition of devil may care. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, or won't care. But <laughs> that's that's exactly him, and it brings it is a nice juxtaposition against Rashida Jones's kind of not craziness per se, but uh, more. I don't know. It's it's not as like uh, calm <laughs> as Bill Murray is in this film. So it's a nice juxtaposition. Uh, the two kids are adorable. <laughs> I think it's an interesting storyline. I think the thing that throws me off is Ma- uh, Marlon Wayans. In the trailer, he doesn't seem to be a huge piece of it. And maybe that's because he is away at the office and we'll see him periodically. But I don't know who I would have picked for to be her mate but i don't think i would have picked marlon wayans so i agree I, with you i wouldn't i don't i feel like he is from the trailer he does not look like he's correct the uh, correctly cast i mm-hmm. would not have chosen him either but i'm i it'll be i think that we're not going to see him as much as the other the, the main characters are the uh, the father daughter dynamic as they investigate marlon wayne so hopefully we'll just be seeing him from afar through palm leaves and when they're hiding behind some kind of potted plant looking at him to see if he's cheating we won't see him that much hopefully Exactly, exactly. I would have gone for oh what's his name? He was the uh, brother way in. The other way in. <laughs> oh, um Sh- Sean Wayans. Is you it know sh- what? Yeah. I wouldn't have I don't think I would have gone for Sean Wayans either because they 
I guess it's the comedic thing <laughs> that gets me. And not that you can't be a good, um, and this is a comedy, but not that you can't do, I wouldn't have gone for any of the weigh-ins in this. They're all great, but I wouldn't have gone for any of them. I would have gone for Michael Ely. Okay, and both silence. of us are like, who is that? Uh, I know, I know, I know who Michael Ely is. But honestly, the, honestly, I feel like any any black actor of uh, late thirties, early forties would have been a better choice than uh, any of the Waynes. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Michael Ely uh, was has been in a bunch of films. Um, ugh, I'm trying to think of the film that he was in with Taraji. Hence, it was an ensemble black film. How to Catch a man in ninety whatever the hell the name of the film was. <laughs> he was in <laughs> something Steve Harvey had no business writing about. But anyway, um, some something to that effect. But he's been a, a, a regular. Uh, he was uh, regular on being Mary Jane and a bunch of things. So I think him. But like you said, that anybody would have been um, a better than that. No disrespect to you, Marlon Wayans. No disrespect. But. A little disrespect, yeah. But okay. <laughs> Just a little. Okay. Um, so that's my thought. Tell okay. <laughs> that's a weird. Um, so for me, I, I totally with you. Like, uh, being a New Yorker, I just really felt that opening scene, that first shot, that establishing shot of that long um, Manhattan street. It looked like a hill. Um, it, I really, I really related to that. It really put me in the mood and I know exactly where they were going with this movie. Um, I also find that it's interesting that there's actually some chemistry between Bill Murray and, and um, and Rashida, Rashida Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely chemistry, chemistry there. And, and I agree with you. I agree with you, Tachi. It's, the, it's that his delivery is so like subtle and she's not subtle. Like it's just, it's like a, it's a really fun like dad and daughter relationship there and i'm going to say this trailer was such a uh, breath of fresh air honestly if you if all the trailers that we're talking about today and all the movies that i've seen recently there's such epics everything it's always the world is at stake there's explosions there's (laughs) aliens there's androids this is just like a nice little film and i really feel like we don't get those anymore like there's no more small little movies anymore and right this just felt so personal like i can see that sofia coppola really um she wrote and directed this you can just see that she really just cradled this between her arms and this is like her this is her baby i I really like this little film and um something else that i i it hit me automatically the fact that when i saw wayne's uh any anyway but specifically marlon i just don't feel like he has a cheating face like i needed somebody who like that chestnut dude who's like yeah he could be cheating uh but no he he doesn't have that face for me in the trailer it seemed kind of odd when they threw him in there i agree uh, but but all in all, like I, this just looks like a nice little uh, film, and I feel like we need more of these, like to break up all these big epic comic book movies. I was so shocked at the end of the trailer though that had an R rating because it seems like something you could watch with a family, but it has an R rating. I don't know why it has an R rating. That kind of threw me off a little. Uh, but all in all, I would definitely watch this. I won't. I wouldn't say I go to the theaters to watch this, but if this, if this, if I have, I don't have Apple TV Plus. If somebody wants to give it to me. <laughs> Oh my god! See, there, there within again lies my problem. I yeah, I'd watch it, but I have no Apple TV. Oh my god! It turns out that Tachi and Tone were separated. (laughs) So it's not going to be on Netflix. It's not going to be issue. It's only going to be on Apple TV Plus. So unless I get a new iPhone, I'm not. I I don't. I'm not sure, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. Let's see. I agree. Oh my god, the chemistry between Bill Murray 
and Rashida Jones was so on point. I hope this movie is a huge, shocking success because I need a series of capers with them together. I would love for them to be investigating murders and stuff. I love the idea of them taking off into the night together to investigate her husband. And then in the process of that, there's the murder. And oh my God, that would be everything to me if they <laughs> ended up basically um, uh, being like a father-daughter Nancy Drew and and and, uh, and Ned Drew basically solving crimes. Anyway, I I love them together. I I love Rashida Jones, period. I would watch Rashida Jones in a house. I'd watch her with a mouse. I'd watch her on a boat. I'd watch her uh, with a goat. Anyway, she's <laughs> <laughs> she's everything to me. And the Bill Murray, the fact that their energies are so different are so great. And to give you an idea for those of you listening of the kind of energy that he that Bill Murray's putting out there, he's having like a, a meal with his daughter and she's voicing her concerns about her husband possibly straying but she's she's saying that it can't that can't be and he and bill murray said it's it's nature males are forced to fight uh dominate and impregnate all females uh and then rashida jones says um uh maybe her husband just isn't in uh interested in her anymore and her father replies impossible women are at their most beautiful between the ages of 35 and 39 and she goes oh great so i have a few more months left i just <laughs> love the dynamic between them looked so great there was another great uh scene in the trailer where uh, where he's says uh he tells his daughter uh that uh that um he doesn't he doesn't deserve you and he's incredible and she's and she's kind of lamenting like you know well maybe he's just bored of me and and he says uh you know what um i don't understand uh why women get plastic surgery and she says because of men like you and so then <laughs> then he goes i prefer uh the original uh factory of uh, uh model and then she goes uh and then she says uh yeah you love every make and model that's the exactly. problem and so exactly. just i love the banter i love ban i love witty banter and they had it in spades i love the chemistry unlike my two co-hosts i actually have apple tv plus i literally just signed up for it because i bought a new ipad around christmas time and i marked it in my calendar to when was the last possible day i could sign up for my free year because because of covid you know they're not they weren't making new content for months i'm like i'm not gonna waste a bunch of membership on watching the same thing over and over again so let me space out as long as i possibly could so if uh you don't have uh access to having a free membership for like a week i think they, they do give seven days free trial i think once this comes out in october if you haven't taken advantage of that i say get uh get the free membership trial or if you buy a new iphone or whatever any kind of new uh apple device you will have access to apple tv or you can do something crazy and actually pay for it like some people apparently <laughs> oh my god <laughs> nobody on this show <laughs> nobody on this show apparently <laughs> but for those of you out there willing to do it i am on board i want more of this i agree with you uh tone about sofia coppola her hands are all over this it feels intimate you know what it feels mm -hmm. like a movie for grown-ups it's yes. rated r yes I, it's just like you know what believe me nobody loves nobody loves explosions and androids more than me i love that i'm down with it and here for it all the time but 
I also like seeing a movie about people, not about the world about to explode, just about a father and daughter healing their relationship while looking into Marlon Wayne's cheating on the uh, possibly cheating. And hopefully it'll be revealed that he is cheating so she can divorce him. And in the next movie, we can meet the new guy that she's dating. I, I love the way your mind thinks, <laughs> Kevin. You, you, this is the thing so so important about uh, Sofia Coppola. She's an amazing director and and producer. And the thing to look at with this is I love simplicity of story. And I always have, like you, Kevin, I am a huge action-adventure person, sci-fi person. I love it all. But those are all big-budget things. And if you had to say, all right, look at where we are now. We can't do these things anymore because production we can't we have to turn these things into stage plays you could never do that with these big blockbuster things but this could easily be a stage play you could still get the message across with two locations very few actors right this this really could be simply three actors and that would be it right and then just the main two basically so it's just it's really something that when you create something that it it can be translated to different formats. Again, I'm a theater nut. I love theater. This could be a stage play, but you can't do that with the other stuff much as I love it. So I think, let me make a prediction that this is the future of what we're going to see more of because it takes less people for production. It's less money to produce unless you want to make it crazy expensive, but it doesn't have to be less locations. That means less time and less money. So that's my thought. Well, I don't, you know what? I don't care if you're saving money or not saving money as long as it's something that I actually want to see. you got to give me characters that I can actually care about. And this trailer, I'm already invested in the relationship between Bill Murray and Rashida Jones. It, clearly, there is some kind of tension. I believe that clearly Bill Murray cheated on her mother and they were estranged or something. And so seeing him try to get back into his daughter's life and doing that in the course of looking to see if her husband is stepping out – that is a really good premise and I'm emotionally connected. So I, I, I can deal with intimate. I can deal with small uh, scale kinds of things as far as in, you know, like big sets and explosions. Make it intimate, but you got to make people, you got to be engaging. You got to make characters that people actually will care about and be invested in. And as you can tell, I'm already invested. So, yeah, take my wallet. I'm ready to go. Not to belabor the point, but I just want to say really quickly that I think that's a true test of great writing and great producing. The fact that you could take something so small and make people invested in it. So you prove the point. All right. So, Tom, what's our last victim? Our very last victim for today's trailer talk is Justice League The Snyder Cut. Director Zack Snyder's Justice League The Snyder Cut is the upcoming director's cut of Zack Snyder's DC superhero film Justice League. It's supposed to be the intended directional vision of Zack Snyder, a version of the film, the same film which hit theaters in 2017. At the time, Josh Whedon had to complete the project when Zack Snyder had to leave. The film features all the original cast of the original Justice League film, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, Ezra Miller, um, Jason Momoa, Ray Fisher, and many more. Uh, Justice League The Snyder Cut is scheduled to be released in 2021, but you gotta have HBO Max, the streaming service. It's gonna be a four-part miniseries, so each episode is one hour long, and then it's gonna be released as a full four-hour version. And there's also talk of a black and white version, so who knows? Kevin, what's the synopsis for Justice League? League, the Snyder Cut. 
Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists newfound ally Diana Prince to face an even greater threat. Together, Batman and Wonder Woman work quickly to recruit a team to stand against this newly awakened enemy. Despite the formation of an unprecedented league of heroes in Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash, it may be too late to save the planet from an assault of catastrophic proportions. All right, Tachi, what did you think of Zack Snyder's Justice League? Okay, well, it may be too late to save the planet <laughs> from this <laughs> from this catastrophic movie. <laughs> 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 I am bothered. Let me tell you what is bothering me. Um, again, I did not see the that Justice League. It was 2017 it came out, right? Am I yep. wrong? Yeah, 2017. I did not see that. Again, I'm not a hu- the hugest DC fan. I'm more Marvel. But I, you know, I'm all for Gal Gadot, or Gal Gadot, I think she says, as Wonder Woman. Uh, ben Affleck, it, it, that bothers me for some reason. I just think of Wahlburgers. Anyway, anyway. Um, I, I, there, something about the, you know, you were talking uh, before Kevin about what's a sci-fi movie, uh, Raised by Wolves and how, how wonderful it looked and how high budget and how shy, both of you were talking about that and that they spared no expense. You said this, that they spared no expense, um, tone. Well, I think they should have spared some expense and given some of the money to them because there were just so many points where the action looked cheesy. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did they master this before they they put the uh, the video out? What the hell is this? I don't know if you all saw it, but I saw so many cinematic devices that were not well done. That were there just for the sake of being there. Again, I don't have a a background or a platform for this because I didn't see it in 2017, and I haven't seen it yet. But based on this trailer, based on this cut. First of all, I don't like the, the the name. Fine, we know it's you, but could you call it some? Could you be a little slick about it? The, uh, the yeah, but, that, but that's what made this whole thing was people were there was actually a hashtag release the Snyder cut. You have the Snyder cut has to be in the Jack Zack Snyder has he's in this. Everybody, all the fans have wanted to see his vision for the Justice League, so that's why his name is now above the title. Well, I get it, but that that then becomes a fan film as opposed to a film that has wide appeal when you name it like that. To me, nomenclature is everything, and if you are not a DC follower or a Justice League fan, you have no clue what that means. So I think it was short-sighted to, you have to read a little bit more to understand the the premise behind it being called the Snyder Cut. That That's why I'm not on board with that. I think they could have done well, no, they're something actually, no, they're actually It's actually just called Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay, Jack, so not- Jack Snyder's. Still, still, who the hell is Jack Snyder? You Jack don't Snyder. know... Yeah. Z- sorry, Jack Snyder. <laughs> Zack Snyder. <laughs> exactly. Who the hell is Zack Snyder, J- Jack Spratt? Who knows? <laughs> Except for the people that were, you know, that are fans. So if this is a fan film, that's one thing. But I'm guessing that they're also going for wider appeal. Huh. So I wouldn't have gone with that name. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Stop it. So uh, I, my issue with that, this is not really just the nomenclature. 
but it's um the the whatever they choose chose to assemble together for this and i don't know because i haven't we haven't seen it obviously um yeah i'm not feeling it i'm not feeling the effects i think they could have done much better i don't know what you think tone you know what i we've waited so long for this cut like the, the fans made it seem like this was the ultimate in, in releases and we have to see this so i for one am a little upset that this suffered extremely from Overshowia. Come on. We waited for the Zack Snyder cut. Why the hell would you give us like the five minute trailer? Like they put every scene in the trailer. Like I've seen everything now. Like I don't need to see the Zack Snyder cut. I already saw the original Justice League movie. And now you give me all these other frames. Like I've seen it. It was too long. The move, the, uh, like, I feel like th not only did he take and make everything gray, like, if that's, I know Zack Snyder, he just loves his grays. Like, he made everything gray. It was a little bit more colorful before. So the whole trailer is gray. And on top of that, I really feel like they washed it over with the hallelujah. Like, I really did not feel that 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 soundtrack like i would have picked a different song earlier in the show you asked me what i thought of the music and for some reason i was thinking you were talking about the Zack snyder uh trailer because i thought that hallelujah thing i was not feeling so if you heard in the show earlier like why is kevin hating on the batman music i wasn't i was confused and thinking oh. about that damn hallelujah that yeah hashtag super not impressed by the hall whoever saying that i'm sure your family loves you but not me i'm <laughs> sorry I, I, tell I, <laughs> I think we're all on the same page with that because I hated that too. I'm like, why? Keep going, Tone. So, uh, yeah, it's like I've waited so long for, for the Zack Snyder cut. I really feel like they it's going to be four hours long. So I'm with you, Tachi. I, I really think it might be a miscalculation here because I... I feel like there there might have been a very um a very loud small but a small but but very vocal uh minority who really wanted this film and they definitely I, I yo kudos to them like they got it they got it made like Zack Snyder's getting his own four hour movie right so the first movie was very polarizing like a lot of I saw the movie. I wasn't a big fan of the movie, and I feel like it polarized everyone. So the fact that they gave him more money to go finish the movie, and it's going to be four hours long. So I, I, I want I wanted this trailer to bring in new eyeballs. And honestly, watching the trailer, I thought he gave us too many different scenes that we didn't see before that should have probably been inside the show. Not like what's if what's gonna what's the four hours going to be about? And I and I and I agree with Tachi like that maybe he should they should have changed the name a little to attract in a new audience because the whole thing is HBO Max wants new eyeballs. They want new subscribers. I just don't think this trailer is it. Uh, I think like the hallelujah was kind of like instead of giving us like a little bit more um, dialogue that might have interested people who didn't know what the hell this was about. They just gave us one song over like I think it's like a five minute trailer. So I wasn't impressed with this one. Uh, if you if you show me this trailer and the Batman, I thought the Batman was like 10 out of 10 over this one. So I really wasn't impressed with it at all. I, I wasn't. What about you, Kevin? okay um i'm not as rough on this as you guys are i felt like one of the things the trailer needed to do was to set itself apart from the original version of it so we got flashes of scenes that we didn't see in the original we see like diana prince with some little girl i don't know who she is is it the young version of herself is she looking i don't know what she's looking in some magic mirror i don't know what's happening but that was not in the original uh version we also see like we're gonna get definitely more of the cyborg story um 
clear i don't know why they had to show us like oh well things don't end well for his father so they showed us right that right there in the trailer so oh, no sure not a spoiler are. but they are it was already snacks zach Snyder already spoiled it but you know what it's sci-fi he can come back in part two in some magical <laughs> way i have no idea so and also uh, they're going to give the flash a storyline now i don't know about you guys this is just between me you the lamppost and uh, the listeners i feel like they added a storyline to the flash to make flat the flash heterosexual because there were some fans fans out there that were questioning like are are they going to make the flash gay in this version of the of the dc universe and so they gave him a biracial love interest with a quickness to clear up the fact that no he likes the ladies so i thought like that was deliberate in there for all the, they were, they were we're gonna answer all these questions quick but <laughs> let's throw in a love a damsel in distress and just like and give him a woman so it's like mm, all right um but did they so have to do the, but did they have to play the whole series in the trailer i mean damn no i agree that the, the, the whole overshot but again this is a five minute trailer but remember this is a four hour movie so could could they really overshow us everything that's new in the because i I believe the original movie was like only two hours right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so this is gonna be two hours of new uh additional stories they've they've shot new footage uh uh to add to the original story i guess they could have as far as the name change uh instead of calling it Zack snyder's justice league calling it like justice league 1.0 or justice league uh uh uh, the rebirth of justice or something like that but that's going to be basically after a couple more movies and then some of the characters get killed and then it'll be justice reborn so yeah they can't they don't want to use that title up now they want to use it for later so couldn't they fix you, Ezra Miller's running in the trailer? They could have fixed his running. Come on, they, that was horrible. That, that was, no, the way he <laughs> ran. Oh, well, first of all, they, they already fixed Superman. They gave Super, Superman is going to actually. There's going to be a black Superman outfit. To me, the worst part of the this of this Justice League is the outfits. The to, to me, terrible. The, uh, the the you, even they messed up Wonder Woman's outfit from the last. I guess they have to have now because of toys and stuff like that and licensing. Every version of a movie of these different characters we have to have like a spider-man every spider-man he has a slightly different costume every batman it's different because they want to make you buy new shirts new toys new new logos on cereal boxes um stop it once you get a decent outfit they to me wonder woman's uh uh uniform for the last uh wonder woman their first wonder woman movie made the most sense it never made sense to me that if you're going to be fighting crime and fighting for justice you're going to wear a bustier and panties and go-go boots that never worked for me before but (laughs) but now (laughs) she actually makes sense the the flash nothing is that the outfit they put the flash in if there's anything that you could you have to have superpowers to be able to move regular in that outfit <laughs> let alone run fast that is the stupidest stupidest out- if they're gonna basically put superman in a new uh uniform give give uh uh the flash a new outfit and that's what you know what clears it up we should have known that the flash wasn't gay because of that horrible horrible outfit we should have known no a heterosexual <laughs> would pick that out <laughs> there's no way a gay man would be caught dead in that wow. so yeah um so it's uh, unlike you two i actually am going to watch it because i'm curious to see how different 
someone else's vision of the same story could be. And we're given the license to go run and just like, here's money, go play with it as a director. I'm curious to see what he does with it. Will I actually care about the characters? Because it never really, the whole kind of team building they were trying to do, they were trying to be like the Avengers, but we weren't invested in these people. We didn't really know them well. They didn't seem to have real chemistry. But was all that chemistry on the cutting room floor? Was Zack Snyder able to pr- repair that and give us something different? Or will it be more like the Avengers? I'm actually curious. So um, I don't know if I want to watch it in four out four different hour increments. Or I'd rather think I'd rather watch it in one sitting or watch two half of it and then have like an intermission uh, and then come back and watch the second two hours. But I don't think I want to watch it in one hour increment seems ridiculous to me. Oh, I'm sorry. If, if, you, if, if, if I'm definitely going to watch it, Kevin, I, maybe I, that, that didn't come across. Like I, I did not like the trailer, but I got to watch it. I got to see what they added to. So I, I'm not sure, but you think you're going to sit through two hours of this? Not you're going to sit through four hours of this straight. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I said, I, I, at first I was, I thought I felt super ambitious. I'm like, well, how long was Titanic? Cause I watched all of Titanic in one foul swoop. So, um, so I watched something that long and don't get me stream. Don't get me streaming on Netflix when I've had a couple of, you know, when I've hit the carbs, I can be there all night. Like, cause you know, at one point it'll be like, oh, do you want to watch the next episode? Hells yeah. You know, cue it up. Let's go. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm game if you are Netflix. So I hate when they ask you like, oh, are you still watching this? Yes, I am. <laughs> How dare you presume that I'm not? I know. <laughs> I know. The right? nerve. All right. <laughs> they underestimated your fortitude. They underestimated me. Thank you, good sir. How dare you? How dare you judge me? All right. <laughs> so, just to wrap it up. So, Tone and I are definitely on board. Tachi, I don't think so, but I'm going to ask you just for clarification. <laughs> um. So, well, the operative thing is, what network is this on again? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little a little thing we like to call HBO Max. Well, then you'll be watching it, the two of you, by yourselves, because I shan't be joining you because I don't have HBO Max. But good luck and Godspeed with that. Okay, nobody can say that we're not a classy podcast because we're we're chanting to watch things and stuff. So yeah, we're pretty we keep it classy here on Last Weekly. All right, <laughs> we can't review every trailer, but we do want to talk about the movies and TV shows you want us to. So if you see a trailer you'd like to hear us review let us know you can send us a voice message on the anchor app or let us know on twitter and instagram we're at last weekly on both and now you can follow us on facebook and watch us on youtube so subscribe there too thank you very much and don't forget to subscribe to last weekly on your favorite podcast app to get access to every episode because they're all gems all right tone how can people listen to us on the radio well kevin they can listen to us at wjmsradio.com every sunday at 4 30 p.m eastern and 1 30 p.m pacific and every friday at 11 a.m eastern 8 a.m pacific and to make things easy because that's what we do kevin they can go to lastweekly.com for all our links to where you can listen to us all right i want to thank tachi so much for being on the show again you make every show so much fun you're the best touch um absolutely the absolute unmitigated best all right tanchi so where can people find you on social to f- keep up with all the numerous projects you have going 
Okay, so really quickly, I really love Instagram. I am Dr. Dr. Underscore Tachi. I do a little show called Mediascope every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Periscope, Facebook Live, LinkedIn Live, and WJMSRadio.com. Every other Thursday, I do a show with my producer, MC Curtis, called And We're Live, where we teach people to use video and live streaming for business and beyond. Same platforms, except for WJMSRadio.com. And I am also one half of the TV twins. Kevin is the other half. And we are TV channeling. That's a podcast where we do TV reviews and talk TV, film, and entertainment news. We are on every single major podcasting platform. In addition, we are on WJMSRadio.com on Tuesdays and Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. All right. Um, I want to dedicate this episode to last weekly's very first fan, my best friend, Vance Pierce. You were too kind, too smart. We had too much fun and you were taken from us way too soon. Vance, thank you for being my friend. All right. Uh, don't forget to listen to the next episode of Last Weekly because, say it with me, co-host, the week doesn't end until, until we, we say so. Say but why never listen so. to me? <laughs> I could not. Oh, okay. Oh, bye. I didn't hear you either. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>